Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tunnel to Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiancé who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel to Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home, relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and Fallen First Responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He's called Mal Evans. He's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane. And he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. I said, what? Sergeant Pepper. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to the Buck Brief. Our friend Michael Malice is back in the mix. He is the author of the excellent book, The White Pill, and also the host of Your Welcome with Michael Malice. Uh, Michael, great to see you again, sir. Tell me, uh, your, what's what's your response? Because people are going to be watching and listening to this right after the first round of results has come in from Iowa. You surprised at all about what's happening in American politics? What do you see happening? Uh, I'm a little surprised because uh, there was a question about whether the establishment would be able to get enough support to at least put a dent into stuff into Trump's momentum, uh, especially with you know putting in these kind of sub- suburban swing voters. Um, I think it was obviously you know a very decisive victory for him. Remember, you know he lost Iowa, came in second in 2016. This seemed to be a path for him. Um, and I also think it's really my favorite thing. I think Trump is much better as a candidate than as a president, and especially because he causes his opponents to degenerate into the stupidest, uh, like juvenile versions of themselves. So seeing that play out in social media and in the corporate press is something that is kind of enjoyable to watch. And I missed that from 2015. 
Do you think Trump is in a good spot to go all the way against Biden? I mean, the, the part of this that I can't seem to really fully get my hands wrapped around is uh, they've got to know at some level that, you know, the polls were right in Iowa, right? And the polls got, they nailed it pretty much. And so yep. the, oh, you can't trust polls. You can't trust polls if people are playing games and everything's within three or four points, right? I mean, you know, there are ways that there can be manipulation. 30 points, if, if pollsters can't get it right by that kind of number, and, you know, then there's no reason for that to be polling. My question to you, Michael, is Biden's behind in every state that matters, right? In every state that's up for grabs to Trump right now before Trump's even the nominee. What's their game going to be? Like, are, are they just, are they in an impossible situation? What do you see the Democrats doing? Well, I mean, Trump was behind in every, you know, everywhere that mattered in 2016 as well, and he pulled it out. So, you know, you all remember, I mean, 2022 was supposed to be this red tsunami, and that didn't end up happening. Yeah. So just because Biden is behind every state now, uh, if you want to look at let's, if you want to really put on your uh, um, old person hat, go back to 1980. At this point, I think Carter was just completely clobbering Reagan, and he obviously was decimated come November. So we have a long way to go. I also think people underestimate what democratic tricks have they have up their sleeve. I don't mean particularly the Biden campaign, but you do have this whole media and legal apparatus designed to keep President Trump from returning to the Oval Office. So uh, who knows who's going to start getting arrested and imprisoned between now and November at the very least. The other thing that scares me is there's a big incentive now for Biden to escalate war, because historically speaking, as at the very beginnings of wars, that tends to enormously improve the approval ratings of the commander in chief. So the fact that this is one of the few actions he can take that would possibly result in better standing for him in the polls is something that I think is very disheartening to think about. What do you think about what's going on in U Ukraine? Um, and did you see this guy, Coach Red Pill, uh, who used to do this kind of like alpha male coaching stuff on YouTube and I mean, I've seen some of his videos before. Some of what he said, I can't speak to, you know, I don't know the guys, but some of what he said, I said, oh, this guy is actually making some interesting points. Um, I've seen maybe one or two clips of his videos in the past. Anyway, he was in custody in Ukraine. He's an American citizen. He is dead. Uh, what was going on there? And, and what do you think is happening in Ukraine overall? Because I don't see, I just, I'll just say this. I don't see a lot of people hanging Ukraine flags out their windows anymore, almost like it was for some people a fashion, because I would think that now more than ever, they would want to be all in. Yeah, I think uh, we don't really know what's going on in Ukraine, and we can't really know, because at the very least, even if you take everything at face value and think people have good, honest motivations, the opponents are still watching the same news everybody else is. So at the very least, you're going to have to play your cards close to your chest because you don't want to give the, uh, the opposing forces too much information. I think it's become very clear that for a long time, Zelensky wanted to, on some level, cut some kind of deal with Putin. And he had some gun to his head, whether from the U.S., NATO, or other European countries, who knows. And I think the fact that this is kind of now becoming quietly spoken about as a possibility is at least something to hope for in terms of minimizing civilian casualties on both sides. Of course, yeah, the guy you mentioned, Coach Redbill, he did follow me on Twitter. I did not know his work. And whenever you hear of an you know, American citizen you know, being murdered abroad, it's just it's obviously very disheartening, and especially how little seems to have been done uh, yeah. about it. If maybe if he had been some kind of LGBT athlete, then the Biden administration would have been 
much more worked up to and motivated to uh, bring him home safely. But it's 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 tough when you hear stories like this, especially when someone who's has some a little bit of a name and then who didn't seem to be particularly a, a nefarious person. Now you're from that part of the world, right? I mean, for our audience, whoever knows. I mean, you you grew didn't you grow up in uh, what what was the city you were born in? It, uh, I grew up in this uh, um, obscure town called Brooklyn. You oh. might have heard of it. I was born in Ukraine. I left there when I was one and a half. So okay, yeah, I, yeah. I can't so you, say you, I, but you were. I'm right. I, you maybe look at me like I'm crazy. You were born in Ukraine. I just think that's an interesting factoid. I, I, I was born in Ukraine. That, that's true. Um, but I obviously I don't have any um, memory of it whatsoever. And obviously, uh, not that you're saying otherwise. The Ukraine in the '70s is you know complete and. Uh, yeah, totally different from from, from what we're doing now. I, I was just I was just pointing that out because I thought it was an interesting factoid, like uh, you know something that people um, you know wouldn't necessarily know because actually you grew up here in America and and obviously don't speak with an accent or anything. But um, how do we end that whole thing though? Because one thing that I've seen is you know Trump has said I'll end it on day one, and everyone's like yeah he'll end it on day one. Okay, well how? Like what does it look? What does ended look like to you? I, I, yeah, I'm going to be a little pedantic when you say, how do we end it? I don't think we end it. I think they end it, right? I think that, this is very that, much... That's a fair point. How do they end it? Right. right? I think it's going to be very much a matter of Putin and uh, Zelensky and other Eastern European leaders and Central European leaders sitting down and cutting a deal. Um, I think Putin is going to end up with some gains. I think that is in some ways a bad message to send. I think NATO is going to be expanded, which is also something I'm not particularly in favor of. And when you start having these kind of backdoor international treaties, it really hurts the sovereignty of every individual country. And my big concern is that Biden or whoever the next president might be is going to lock us into more of these treaties that's going to impose the need to have American troops on the ground in places they should never set foot and begin with. So... That's yeah. I think that there's going to have to be a negotiated settlement to this and an end to it. Um, what is your biggest concern for America these days? Um, my biggest concern for there's a lot. That that's a great great question. I I, I think the the metrics are going in a positive direction uh, in every sense almost. But my biggest concern, and I think this is something that pretty much everyone watching this is going to agree with, is some sort of World War Three escalation. Uh, in that we're fighting in China, we're fighting in the Middle East, we're fighting in Eastern Europe, uh, maybe even in South America. I think there is an enormous um, center of power in Washington and elsewhere that would love for this to happen. I think Nikki Haley is clearly their candidate who is champing at the bit for this to happen. And that is something that is my biggest concern for America, no question. That that, I, that was funny. It was going to be my next question. I mean, do you think that the I was going to ask you about Nikki Haley. Let me broaden it out a little bit. You'll often hear from people on the right who um, are, I think, generally very in touch with the mentality and uh, psychology of, of the base. They'll say that there is a a war contingent of the GOP and that it is as straightforward as they get their jollies from the exertion of American power on the global stage and they like all those stock options from Boeing, Raytheon, et cetera. Do you, do you think, I mean, is that, how real is that? I know there's some truth that obviously Nikki Haley is in the board of Boeing, but is that an oversimplification in your mind or is that actually just scratching at the surface of it? No, they're also sociopaths who are power hungry and enjoy the, ident the idea of being imperialists without having to have that label attached to them. 
So when you're bombing other countries overseas and you get to call yourself the good guy, uh, I think it kind of feeds off to that power. But I, I do think, you know, you know, Eisenhower very famously warned about this. The war machine has been going on for a long time. Uh, Liz Cheney needs a third house. So if your sons and daughters have to be slaughtered overseas, that's just too darn bad. Um, and the thing is why I think these people are malevolent is because there's never this sense of, you know what, we, you know, bungled it last time. Maybe we should think twice the second time, right? It's like if you and I, you know, opened a restaurant and, and the restaurant folded, we'd be like, all right, before we open another restaurant, what did we do wrong? Let's engineer this. You know, something yeah. didn't happen correctly. But there's never this reflection. There's never this sense of, oh, you know, on our way out of Afghanistan, we killed a bunch of kids. Oops. I mean, no one even got fired, let alone reprimanded for killing innocent children. So, I mean, when you speak about you know levels of evil, that's the kind of thing where it's just something that's beyond what you and I or pretty much anyone listening to this would um, wrap their heads around. These people are far closer to, um, you know, Jeffrey Epstein than to Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Well, let's come back and, uh, and discuss a little more about the uh, trajectory of the GOP. And also maybe we can get you to tell me some of the things you think are going in the right direction these days, because you mentioned that. But first up, you know, artificial intelligence dominates the headlines in the tech world. The impact of AI is undeniable. But according to tech expert Colin Tedards, this is just the beginning of a new era that could make you wealthier than ever before. But you have to act on the right information. In Colin's mind, there's one mega tech company that is all in on AI. This company spent over $200 billion on their AI project. Think about that. $200 billion with a B. The CEO says that AI will impact everything. Through Collins' knowledge, he's found a little-known supplier that's giving a key piece of technology to make all this new AI possible. He's confident anyone who gets shares in this supplier could see massive gains. Get all the details online at this website, newaiproject.com. Is this a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity? You decide. Newaiproject.com, paid for by Brownstone Research. Uh, so... You have these. I mean, one of the one of the things that I I find I think you brought up a really necessary point, and it's we've seen what happens when we try to do these wars abroad. Uh, it, it has not worked um, because we actually aren't a true imperialist country. We're not doing mercantilism. We're not just showing up, you know, taking all the diamonds or taking all the oil and then figuring out how to pacify things afterwards. And so the lack of of strategic vision for this stuff. Um, I think is is very obvious because of the failures. But by the same token, you get people that get away with going on TV and saying, yeah, Ukraine and Russia are locked in this trench warfare. I think it's literal trench warfare in some parts of the front. Uh, but if we don't do everything to keep this war going against Russia, they're going to roll through Poland and Germany and France, etc. Like, how, how is that something that anyone can say with a straight face? They say it all the time. Well, I'll give you an even better example. There were over 50 intelligence officials that claimed that Hunter's laptop yeah. was had hallmarks of Russian disinformation. Now, if I was a media outlet and I repeated this with a straight face because I'm not an expert on Russian misinformation, I'll defer to experts, people who have, you know, inside knowledge. And when I get if I got burned that badly by all of them, I would have never have them on my show again because I'm like, you know what? I trusted you. You made me look like a fool. But that's not the case. So the reason is these people never have consequences for their lies and depravity because they're in bed with these media outlets because they're saying what the people behind the media outlets want them to say. 
So there's no sense of accountability. And that's the one good thing, excuse me, that's one that one of the great things about social media is now in real time, you can fact check their lies and propaganda. And people are, I think are coming to understand that people in the military who are you know, historically revered, often themselves have a an agenda that is not in line with America's interests. Do you think, and I mean this in the sense of recent, as in maybe the last six to 12 months, do you see the legacy corporate media losing ground and under pressure in ways that we never really have before? Do you, do you, have we entered a new phase? Is that, is that, too strong? How would you gauge where things where things are with that? We are in a new phase specifically because of one feature on one social media website, which is community notes on Twitter. So for those of you who have lives of like Buck and myself, who aren't spending all your days on Twitter, how it works is New York Times, CBS News, some other outlet sends out a tweet uh, that is about an article or, or you know an interview or something like that. If they lie, in that article or story, the community, the Twitter community can put a community note that fact checks uh, the story. And the note's always written objective language. It's not like Trump's the best. It's like, they are claiming this, these are the facts, and here are the links. So this is happening in real time constantly that as soon as they put out some uh, propaganda, they're called on it immediately. So to be to have that microphone, imagine you and I are giving a speech and you're promoting your candidacy, or I'm promoting mine. And as soon as you as a politician say something, someone interrupts and goes, actually, Buck, when he was you know, governor, he increased spending. Immediately, your capacity to persuade people and manipulate them is nipped in the bud. So this is something that is unprecedented. In the same way people can imagine growing up, if you're watching the evening news at dinner with the family, and on TV, as, as Dan Rather's line, it would just fact check him. This is something that would never have happened before and is happening now in real time. And we have Elon Musk to thank for this. Yeah, I think that people, you know, I just, I just re- read actually the um, Isaacson biography of, of Elon and it gave me a little more, I, I knew a fair amount about his career, but more of the backstory, particularly on SpaceX than I had had before. And uh, he's a guy right now who is doing, I, I think it would be hard for me to make the case that there's anyone who is doing more of benefit to human truly of benefit to humanity on a global level than elon musk and it's interesting because because of what you just said now the left has turned on him right now now a lot of people that used to be pro elon because he has bought twitter and allow and calls it x now um they don't care about the fact that he's doing more for electric cars and doing more for space exploration and battery technology etc etc than anyone else in the world because it's never been about SpaceX and battery power. It's always been about power. And that's all that matters. And I would remind people that, you know, always complain, oh, my, oh, so many people are against me. It's never about having majority. It's about having an alternative. And to everyone listening to this, remember, for decades, uh, people were having strokes and heart attacks because Fox News and Roger Ailes, there was one network on cable that had any sort of alternative uh, to the overwhelmingly progressive corporate propaganda elsewhere. Not that Fox didn't have its own sense of propaganda. Uh, and now they would wish to go back to a time where the furthest right and only alternative people had was Fox News. So we're going in a very positive direction in terms of people having alternative uh, alternatives to the official corporate media narrative. Uh, and that is one of the reasons I'm so hopeful for the future of this country. I want to push more on that or get, get more into that, Michael. His book is The White Pill, everybody. And a white pill is a thing that is good that makes you feel optimistic, right? So the opposite of taking the like, uh, well, the red pill is eye opening, right? Black pill is like everything is terrible. Right? Isn't this how this goes? I have my. 
Everything what? It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's not just terrible. It's done. Like, there's no hope. Oh, yeah. No, no hope. Right. Okay. Black pillars, there's no hope. White pillars, there's hope. We'll talk about that in just a second. Uh, and Michael can close this out on, on a positive note there. But it's 2024. And look, a lot of people are trying to get their finances in order. There's some great news for new homeowners. Interest rates have dropped. And now they're in the fives, a lot lower than they were last year. So if you've been buried in high interest credit card debt, now's the time to break free. American Financing can help you access the cash in your home to pay off your high interest debt. Last year, their salary-based mortgage consultants helped customers save an average of $854 a month. It's like giving yourself a $10,000 raise. Look, I got my primary mortgage for my home where I live from American Financing. So this is who I went with. You can trust them, too, to give you a great rate and the best possible customer service. Call American Financing today, 866-890-9392. That's 866-890-9392. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS one eight two three three four NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Um, so positive things. You mentioned this. Things moving in the right direction in this country. Elon X community notes, that's great. What else do you see that's making you think it's not all over yet? That we're taking on the universities, finally. I've been champing, I've been yelling about this for years. I, I, I would tell everyone listening to this, who would you rather have? on the Supreme Court if you had to have between these two choices, nine random Democratic senators or nine members of the New York Times editorial board. And then ask yourself, who would you rather have, nine members of the New York Times editorial board or nine Harvard social studies uh, social, um, social studies professors? It's very obvious who are the most depraved people in this situation, who are the least accountable, and who have been the most um, cocooned from having to take on any hits or any damage. Now that the fight is being taken directly to the universities, which is where all the poisoning starts, which are really the kind of hives of uh, the worst people and the worst ideas in this country, uh, that is why I'm so excited. For decades, the fight was in Washington where media journalists just lob bombs without any kind of pushback because they were in their barricades and behind them were the uni- was the university system. And now that we've stormed those first two breaches and are storming the first, this is why I am so excited about where things are going. Uh, the fact that Harvard tried to defend Claudine Gay and then had to publicly back down in a very humiliating way is just the tip of the iceberg and something that's absolutely beautiful and should harden everyone listening to this. Fantastic. Michael Malice, everybody. Michael, where can folks go to uh, watch and listen to your welcome? Uh, anywhere podcasts are available, Spotify, YouTube. Great. Go check out Michael's work. Maybe he'll have yours truly on as a guest soon because, you know, Michael's people love it when Mike makes fun of my hair on on his show. So, you know. I never make fun of your hair. I make fun of your head. You know, I like to pretend it's just my hair because that feels less personal than the fact that my cranium is huge. <laughs> so anyway. All right, man. Well, you let me know. I'll come and hang out. And uh, Michael Malice, everybody, thanks so much, buddy. Good to see you. It's a pleasure, Buck. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tunnel to Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiancé, who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel to Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home, relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. 
Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He's called Mal Evans. He's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane. And he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.